This weekend at the box office, Ember Dinosaur logo delivered the best non-superhero opening of the pandemic era. And, did I say that wrong? So he looked at me? Okay, great. And Tom Cruise continued his ascent up the all-time charts. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 202nd episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Where each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry I was a little late to this recording. I was just, uh, I got caught up in uh, digging through a pile of Triceratops shit. Mm. I, uh, and so I just, you know. Is that a reference I, to a specific movie? The first Jurassic Park. Okay. They're, uh, they're on the tour. And the, one of them's sick, and Laura Dern's like, oh, let's go fix the sick one. Oh, the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Triceratops. And uh, yeah. You said they're on the tour, and one of them is sick. Okay. <laughs> I thought, which human is sick? Uh, and then, yeah, they have to dig through the poop. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just uh, I couldn't resist. So. Yeah, no, you certainly couldn't. Um, yeah. My bad. That explains the smell. I, I, yeah, I would have honestly preferred you have taken 20 extra minutes to get here and showered, but mm. that's fine. Be that as it may. You'll take that chair home with you. So uh, so anyway, the top five things I found in that pile of dinosaur shit. Uh, <laughs> That's not really your top five. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, my top five does honor uh, Jurassic World Dominion. So uh, it has been styled by some people. Uh, I've gone with the top five Chris Pratt movies, parentheses, non-franchise edition. Okay, great. Uh, we all kind of think of Chris Pratt. As this sort of uh, bland and uninteresting uh, franchise man. Yeah. Not so any of his franchises. None of them. Okay, I'll go to Wikipedia. I know. I was. Uh, I did some. Uh, I did some uh, looking. It no, turned. As soon as you took out the Lego movie, I really was struggling. Yeah. It turned out there are six acceptable answers at least. All right. Let's see if we. Let's see if we link up on this. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, let me just pull. Jesus. Okay, I'm going to pull some preliminaries. Uh-huh. Just give me a minute. All right. I already see what your number one is. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. Okay. Number one was a very tough call. Was it? Are yeah. you counting small roles as well? Yeah, I think he's in a named role in all of these. He's not just like man in hat. Right, but these like are he like Tomorrowland. He's not at all. The he has War, nothing rather. to do with like the plot or the quality of these movies. I, I think... At least one of them, he's a very small role, but he's he's like a notable supporting role Do in three of them. Are all of yours before 2004 also? No. Oh. I don't think any of them are. I didn't go that far back. I didn't think he was in movies then. You should have. Okay. Oh. No, no, it's fine. To give your top five. This is post-breakout. Right. Second parentheses. Post-breakout Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, second parentheses, post-2004. I... Uh, so we will not link up on all of them. I wonder what my number one should have been. We're not going to link up on any of them. Mine are all pre-2004. Oh, well, you skipped You some. have six You have six movies that are non-franchise. Yeah. One, two. No, you don't. Not that you've seen three, four. Four. Well, my number five is the five-year engagement. Okay, that came out in 2002. 2012. 
So Do you mean 14? What did I say, four? Yeah. <laughs> That's happening a lot recently. <laughs> yes. 2004? No. <laughs> 2000, his post is breakout in 2014. Okay, 14, then yeah, I've got... Uh, Are yeah. they all from before then? No. Uh, That's still surprising. I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm now more in the dark on all right, you're five. what year all these things okay. are. But the five-year uh, engagement... Uh, comes in at number five, uh, a movie that I have not seen since it came out, but I remember enjoying. Very much. Uh, enjoying that. Yeah, sure. That's uh, Jason Siegel and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just a uh, just a solid a funny stoler. time. Yeah. I uh, really enjoyed that one. Number four, a another just solid effort uh, that did not was not so romantic. The Magnificent Seven. Okay. I. Uh, a uh, you and I both described this as the perfect summer movie that came out in like September for some reason, right. uh, after a particularly shitty summer. Yeah, I uh, then we saw this like why didn't they put that out in July? It was fun. They shot some guns. The good guys won. Kind of. I uh, we had we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Loved uh, loved seeing that movie. Uh, number three, I went Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. I uh, when is this from? Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. You've got the, is this, is this pre, uh, okay, so this is 12. Uh, oh, big 2012 for him. 2012, because that was when he got into shape for that movie, and then okay. used that to get, like, help him get Third, Guardians. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can look like this. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty, another movie I haven't seen in a while, uh, why it was not in contention for uh, Top Spot. Also, well, I, I, I couldn't I've be been, for you. Uh, yeah. I've been led to believe it perhaps has not aged uh, super well. So your top spot is like one of your top movies, isn't it? I uh, my top two are both. You uh, love, but I think the top. Sp- maybe I'm wrong, but like the top spot is like a Noah. It's also one of Bruce. It's also Bruce's like favorite movie. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, so I think you've picked the right number one then. Uh, well, it's not mine, but it's yours. And no, I'm saying I, I think you correctly guessed yes, my number I did. one. Yes, I did. Yeah, because sure. there's there's definitely two things that could have been. That's for yes. I. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. I just I remember it being incredibly well made and thrilling, and Chris Pratt is not in very much of it. But the that was the first movie I remember the sensation of like Chris Pratt, yeah, <laughs> in the war movie. Yeah. Weird, uh, cool stuff though. Uh, number two, I did go her. Uh, don't recall his role in her. Do you? He was one. He was in the office with him. He okay, in the office. All right, just like a coworker type. Yeah. Uh, her one of the. Uh, one of the Spike one of the best Jones sci-fi movies. Movie. The Spike Jones last movie uh, <laughs> ever. Yeah, apparently. Uh, no, he, he actually made uh, Jackass four point five recently. Mm, sure, <laughs> he's the star of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, her just a uh, neck neck and neck for the number one spot here. Uh, outstanding sci-fi movie. Yeah. Very. Uh, very, very well steeped in humanity yeah, uh, and earnestness and a great Joaquin Phoenix performance, a great Scarlett Johansson performance. Uh, great soundtrack. Really, the songs are so good. Yeah. The moon song is incredible. Really loved her. Uh, and I let the tiebreaker here just be the fact that I had seen the number one Moneyball more recently. Mm. Uh, Moneyball is incredible. Uh, did not remember when I rewatched it that Chris Pratt was like the main baseball player uh, uh, in the movie, which was fun. Uh, Brad Pitt and Philip Seymour Hoffman in this movie are just uh, doing some of their best work. Yeah, fun uh, role for Philip too. Oh yeah, yeah, just getting to yeah. 
you know, it's an Aaron Sorkin script, but both of those guys play it so slow. Mm-hmm. You think of the Sorkin, uh, the Sorkin thing as like fast and witty and quick. This movie's still very witty, but both of them just really take their time with it, uh, and it's uh, it's a whole exciting new take. Uh, Love Moneyball, my number one Chris Pratt movie, non-franchise edition. Uh, yeah, I would we had a, we would have had similar list. I for her would have been number one for me. Sure, it also would have been close. All right. Uh, anything uh, anything that I left off? Would you have gone onward in one of those spots? Uh, no, Jennifer's Body was close to, oh. to making it at five for me. Sure, people like that movie. Yeah, it's, right. it's, a, it's a fun one. All right, let's talk a real top five. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, as we mentioned, opened at number one with $145 million, uh, which for new listeners is a lot. Uh, Top Gun Maverick came in at number two with 51.8. That was a 42.4% drop. That is up to $395 million which for new listeners is a lot. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness made $5.2 million in the third spot. That was a 43.1% drop. That is up to $398 million, which for new listeners is the same amount as Top Gun in twice as many weeks. Uh, The Bad Guys came in at number four with $2.5 million. That was 24.2% drop. That's up to $91.8 million. And the Bob's Burgers movie came in at number five with 2.4. That was a 46.8% drop. That's up to 27.2 million. All right, a feature presentation. Um, Jurassic World Dominion, it made just under what Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom made in its opening weekend in 2018. It's the second biggest opening of the year. Uh, clearly, reviews did not matter. The audiences wanted to see this. The brand is very strong. The The legacy sequel thing, I really think, helped elevate uh, the movie. And they also didn't feel the same way as critics. The film got an A- cinema score, which is the same as Fallen Kingdom, and better than The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Legs for the film will tell the tale of the real world word of mouth. Obviously, people that are going to go out and see it first are going to be the ones that will probably like it the most. That's why they saw it immediately. But with nearly $400 million already worldwide, the film is in a great position to head north of $900 million. Domestically, I say anywhere close to Fallen Kingdom's 417 would be a giant win. But I'd settle for anything north of 350 in today's marketplace. Lightyear feels like a bit of a wild card right now for some reason and elvis could certainly pop in two weeks while the black phone would be thrilled to break out with the 20 million plus opening weekend meaning dominion faces two animated blockbusters minions is coming on july 1st two strictly adult fair elvis which is pg-13 but it's for adults and the black phone which is r until July 8th, when Love and Thunder invades multiplexes. So no new direct competition is going to be light in the coming weeks, but a certain Maverick should keep sticking around. Um, so there's really no reason why Jurassic World can't flourish for a while. question is, will it? I do want to say what's interesting, we can talk about this in a second, but it is the third... My phone's just out of reach, but it is... Um, this is the third time in six years that uh, three movies within six weeks have grossed over $100 million. Oh. Last time was in 2000, 
and 18 when Dr- Fallen Kingdom was the third of those three and six weeks to gross over 100 million. Oh. And so this is the most recent during a pandemic is cool, but not without its uh, little asterisk, which I'll talk about in a minute. But you right. seem like you want to say something. Uh, well, this isn't uh, the topic at hand, so we don't have to spend a long time on this. But uh, do you think 20 million is on the table for the black phone? I think if reviews are there, yeah. Wow. Those trailers have been playing forever and they're very... It's Blumhouse, and I think it's Blumhouse. And I, I, uh, I, 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 I hesitate to. Um, what we saw in the pandemic was the the horror movies really could pop. Like you know, yeah. the Purge made decent money, Conjuring made decent money, Quiet Place was huge. Um, and I, I, it's tough for me to bet against like a good horror movie idea with a good trailer and decent reviews. Jesus, good. Golly. God. Hey, phone, <laughs> no one cares about your thunderstorm. There's to be a thunderstorm, folks. Oh, it's a tornado warning. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> and for an hour. <laughs> you go ahead and look into that. Uh, I'm not going to look into it. I'm all right. You know. Back on the... Uh, take yeah. shelter now. <laughs> We're inside. Uh, all right. That's cool. Uh, I would I would love to see the black phone make twenty million dollars. That'd be great. Back on the actual subject at hand, I feel like this franchise has basically replaced Transformers in the culture. Uh, Transformers for so long was that franchise that kept coming out, and critic critics kept saying this yep. one's even worse. But <laughs> come on, guys. But the difference is, what do those critics also say? Uh, they said it's just a bunch of robots fighting each other, and yeah. audiences are like. Yeah, yeah. Well, we no, want. but th- that's what I'm saying. Like Transformers yeah. had the big shiny robot fights, and people were like, "Yeah," until they got sick of it. Five movies in, is that right? Uh, yeah. Fifth one was the flop. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, and I think that's what happened here. These movies, uh, the critics keep saying, "Like, guys, for real, this one's even worse." But we still got big dinosaurs, bigger than the last, the biggest dinosaur yet. I. And so far, people still don't give a shit that the movies are bad. Uh, have have not seen Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, yeah, cannot no. cannot speak to its quality, but the consensus is that it's not very good. Uh, and yeah, people uh, people don't care yet. They got. Uh, I mean, I know they've said this is the end of the Jurassic era, but like I'll believe that when I see it. They got at least one more in the bank. They'd be right to back out now and do it again, uh, like we were talking about the other day, and five six years ish to keep it fresh but i don't believe uh, enough people have that kind of restraint in them in the big decision boards what sounds more right to you the conclusion the epic conclusion blank the jurassic era what word goes there uh i mean to me it's of but there are two acceptable answers love sounds weird the epic conclusion of the jurassic era i think it should be two Okay, well, two is the t- was the other conclusion uh, to yeah. the Jurassic era. Okay, I don't know. Is it of? It's they of. use of. Yeah, yeah I mean of, of. Of fits. Um, if the of I fits, think they're, <laughs> I think they're right to take a break for five years and then um, get a good a popular actor, sure, and put them in a new version of this. And maybe it could be the same timeline to leave room for people to come in and out. That's fine with me, but. I just don't think it should be with these characters. I think they've just run the course. But if if this legs it out past four hundred million, yeah. then yeah, make another one. Can I uh, can I pitch something to you real quick? Yeah, you can. I uh, so and again, I, I don't believe I don't believe they have the cojones to wait five years, nor 
to kind of drastically alter what's happening here. Okay. But And I don't know how Jurassic World Dominion ends. But here's my pitch. Five years from now, we get our new Jurassic Park trailer. Uh, and it's basically, what if Jurassic Park was a quiet place? Like, we just, we get, like, a family right. uh, living in the sort of uh, post- dinosaur escape like the dinosaurs escape for real like i get the i get the plot of this one's kind of they've escaped and what do we do but like they escaped and they won right uh so now pete now a family has to survive just regular people in dinosaur world which is their world yeah society has fallen sounds cool i think that would be huge uh and they should do it and they should cast timothy chalamet i don't know if he wants to do it, sure. We'll see how Wonka does. Good point. His own Doolittle. Yeah. All right, so since we were off last week, uh, two smaller movies opened. We had uh, Crimes of the Future, Cronenberg's newest film, which had a very quick release. It premiered at Cannes, and then three weeks later was out. Something like that, which is strange. But... Um, that opened, and that did okay. This weekend, it dropped 66%. It's a very divisive movie. It only opened in, like, under 800 theaters. It has 2 million right now. That's about as good as it's going to get. You know, it's got people that people recognize in it, but it's, it's it didn't get stellar reviews. Yeah. And it's weird. Super weird. Sex is the new surgery. <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, also, Watcher opened from IFC Films that... Uh, also, in under 800 theaters, that dropped about 60% this weekend and made a buck and a half yeah. total. And yeah, again, that just makes sense. But I wanted to call them out. In our spotlight, we got to talk about it. Top Gun Maverick. We didn't, we, weren't, we didn't have an episode last week, so we didn't get to talk about how it dropped 29% from a $124 million movie. The smallest drop percentage for any movie that opened higher than $100 million. Incredible, Ever? yeah. That is nuts. It's nuts. And it's, even 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 this one, uh, this week, like 42% is bigger than 29, but that's still so small. What's extra impressive about this is that the reason why it dropped so heavily, and I guarantee you if this wasn't the case, so I'm about to say it wouldn't have dropped as hard, Jurassic World took all of its premium screens. Yeah. 40X, Dolby, IMAX. Those are the highest ticket cost. So that's going to immediately cut huge into your, your, your profits. And yet it still dropped 42% and made 51, which, what am I going to say? If that was its opening weekend, it would have been great. Yeah. But it's its third weekend. It has $395 million domestic, four, 748 worldwide. I really, right now, North America is, it's made more of its money in North America than international, which is a very American film. I get it. Yeah. But Cruise is an international star. Um if that was flipped, if it was still kind of, I would say a billion is possible. I'm not still not ruling. I can't rule anything out for this movie anymore. This is a sensation. This is a box office sensation that if, if it levels out next weekend, like I think it will, now that it's gotten past the losing its premium screens. Yeah. We're, we're on the likes of like an American sniper or passion of the Christ, like a movie that opens huge and then just com- continuously makes money an avatar, a Titanic, like, this is this really is because people are the reason why, and this was the case last week. I mentioned this when uh, discussing this two weeks ago. 
that it skews older, obviously. But now uh, they took polls and stuff last weekend. The younger demographic, those numbers are going up slightly. So the people who were skeptical, the 20-year-olds who were like, I don't know what Top Gun is, the older people saw it and said, it's great. And now they're getting whiffed to the buzz, and now they're going. And that's why I think this could really continue to have a snowball effect. It's already Cruz's highest-grossing film by $170 million. Uh, it's his first one to make 300 and it's on its way to... 500 million plus maybe 600 million dollars this top gun maverick this movie is just going to be the new everything everywhere all at once except on like (laughs) a huge orders of magnitude higher it is just like every week it's like oh people are still seeing it yeah it's one of the more impressive success stories i'd put this on par with what endgame was making yeah how like substantial those numbers were and we were like holy shit we'll never see anything like this this is the same thing to me this is a movie that like seemed like a bad idea and um, I, I think part of what we have to, which is what I'll talk about in a second, but part of the reason this is the case is because there's so few movies in theaters that that just there's really there really is they're making room for just one huge movie. Yeah. But this is just a staggering total. This is if you had told me Top Gun Maverick would clear four hundred million dollars and will eventually get to five hundred million, I would have bet you any amount of money that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, any amount of money. I would have given you my firstborn. I'm like, no, you're out of your mind. So with this one, you clearly have to jump on the sequel sequel right away. Cause I think so. Yeah. Tom, this, is not, this is not like Jurassic World. The interest is still there. And also Tom Cruise is rapidly approaching being an old man. That's true. However, this is not a physically demanding role for him. That's true. But I, he, he only runs once and it's in the snow. Yeah. But the, char- the character is not That's yet true. ready to be an old man. Well, we were pitching ideas after we saw it. Yeah. And we were saying what they should do is, um, is he's the new... If you've seen the movie, he's the John Hamm. He's the one in charge of the Top Gun yeah, program. Probably a little more supportive. Well, yeah, I just mean that position. He's the one in charge of the program. He's not teaching them. He's 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 overseeing it. Yeah. And you bring in a hot uh, young shot who wants to run it. Maybe Hangman. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, and he kind of battles with him and stuff. I, you know, I, I I just this is a no brainer for a sequel, but I think the Paramount's just like. <laughs> Just basking in its glow yeah. and about, not paying Nev Campbell. How about this idea? What? Uh, it's about three years down the line. Uh, picture Top Gun meets A Quiet Place. Okay. Fight, okay. Fighter Here's planes the, okay. have taken over the world. Can't, okay. I'm, I'm about to bring up the bad guys, <laughs> and I can't pitch a sequel to the bad guys about The Quiet Place. You already did that with Jurassic World. We're not going to have everything ever all at once meets The Quiet Place. Uh, we're already getting just two can't more have qu- bits anymore. We're already getting two more Quiet Place movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, one a direct sequel, one of course a spinoff. The Jurassic World idea was good though, and is what they should do. I just yeah, I agree. I just uh, I, this Top Gun Maverick thing is incredible. That's no, very cool. It's very cool. And uh, as far as other spotlights, I wanted to mention, like I said, the bad guys grossed ninety million. Yeah, which benefited from the complete lack of animated film. I know Sonic took away family audiences, but it just shows you how much Turning Red would have made. But big win for Universal and mainly for DreamWorks. They really needed a win, and in the pandemic era, this is considered that. And it was leggy because nothing was opening. And then finally, everything everywhere all at once. I said the marker that would be truly impressive was $60 million, Yeah, and it hit it last week. Not only that. It's at 63. It didn't drop any theaters. It's available on video on demand. 
I'm not ruling out 70. I, that was going to be my question. We're at uh, 1.3. You know, it dropped 35 percent. Yeah, it's still so, like. Here, it's, do you have your phone? Yes. It's here. not the. Uh, Can not you the, open your ca- calculator? It's not the five percent that it was dropping, but it's still uh, still real small. Thirty-five right. percent. So everywhere all at once, daily grosses. Let's talk about that. Okay. Recent daily grosses were in the. Here we go. The two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand range. So okay. right now it's at sixty-three. So we're gonna go Monday. It makes Monday is usually a pretty. Harsh drop. So let's say it makes two hundred thousand. Let's say Tuesday, a little bit of a bump. We'll give it three. And I'm not going into like two hundred thousand, eight two hundred two hundred eight eighty thousand. Yeah, I'm just kind of rounding up. Yeah, and down. sure, sure. Wednesday we drop back to two. Thursday we drop back to two. It's going into the next week with just under sixty four. And let's say next week it it makes I don't know one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like one, one point one, something like that. It's where it's one point one. We're at sixty five. I, I here's here's what I think A twenty four should do. They should either keep it in theaters, or you do what uh, the Dark Knight did when it wanted to get to a billion, what um, Spectre did when it wanted to cross seven hundred million, you or Skyfall maybe went up to a billion. You re-release it around award season. And just clear that number. There you go. There That's is a, a path to seventy million, which is just stunning. So something I, I quickly want to bring up: if you look at the top ten chart, yes, numbers eight, which is Firestarter, Sonic the Hedgehog two, and a new movie that I won't try to pronounce, um, unless you, you're leaning in. Would you like to? Uh, Anti Sundarakani. Great. Sund- Sundaraniki. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and all I apologize made, all at once. All made under a, a million, which is not something that happens in the top ten. No. And we have two movies that made over 50. One made 145, one made 50. Everything else is below 10. They're, those aren't great numbers. This isn't a summer box office chart. Generally, you have multiple movies making the, into the teens, some into the 20s, and then you might have one big one. Yeah. But... It just shows the lack of space, the lack of product that studios are putting out. They're a little hesitant, and I do get it, but we have seen a strong comeback for the box office this year. So the, there's, the question is twofold. Do, you, do we think that the strong comeback for the box office, which saw Uncharted and, and Scream and all these movies making like best-case scenario numbers, yeah. is it because people are coming back or because there's so little product that they just have room to keep snowballing their grosses. It's got to be a little bit of both. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that we sit here and go, there's so few movies being released. This is how it used to be. It used to be two movies a week, maybe. And then everything just makes its money over time. And we become accustomed in the late nineties, maybe the nineties in general, but certainly Late 90s, 2010s, we have two big movies opening a week and then like two regular movies. We, there used to be like weekends where five, six movies opened. Yeah. And people went to see them. And so it's just strange that we're thinking like nothing's coming out. This isn't going to help the box office, but this is how this used to work. And it's why we're seeing such small drops for these other movies. Yeah. So on the one hand, I enjoy it. It's a nice throwback. And on the other hand, it just to me, it shows that there's so much more potential in the marketplace to put counter-programming movies. Like, why aren't comedies just being released? You know. I Yeah, I'm... 
I'm still a little hesitant about the, like the the little guy, the uh, the the comedy counter programming movie. I think we, I think we might still be in a place where, like Jurassic World can make a shitload of money or Top Gun can make a shitload of money, right. but like is, a, you know, is Game Night gonna make money if they put the, if they put that out this we, year we like, haven't really tried that i know since the pandemic started to put like an i mean the lost city i guess yeah that's all they build that on action too you know they're in the yeah sure but it's just like it's it's, it's not a big deal sure. that that was just like here's a movie i mean if if, if a well-reviewed if book smart which didn't make money but if no. book smart or blockers <laughs> any, anything on my shelf book smart blockers bridesmaids uh game night any of these movies that had big casts and good reviews yeah. and good trailers came out. I really think they could do well. This is why it's going to be interesting to see Elvis and the black phone. Cause those aren't huge event movies, but I think they're going to have a significant amount. I hope the black phone does Elvis. I think is, could be huge. I think that when I say huge, like 40 million would be huge. Okay. But, um, I'm concerned that Elvis could be a calamity. A bomb. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think those trailers play like gangbusters. Maybe. But uh, thought that about West Side Story. But I, <laughs> I just bought it. Why did you have to bring it up? Uh, so people don't forget. <laughs> yeah, Target's having a sale on their 4K discs. I just saw the eight, nine, ten, and it really—it's strange to see that we have such a huge hit and a huge hit. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, Down Abbey Cross Forty. Just wanted to ding Hell that. yeah. Um, again, have the last one. Just call it the final thing. I do it one more time and do it around Christmas like the shows did. I think you can get another one last boost, and I think we're all done with Downton. I agree. Or pivot this and just make the show again. Hey. What's everyone doing? You know? Matthew Good's very busy. Come on. Well, he wasn't in the movie, and no one really missed him. So, um... Yeah, it's just... It's just, uh... It's just strange. The marketplace... This is very old-fashioned, but, uh... It just feels like there's room for other things to grow. But... This year, things are hitting. This is, I think this is the big comeback year that we've uh, been waiting for. I agree. All right, that's it for box office. Go ahead. All right. It's time I've to play. I've forgotten what your game is called. <laughs> it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it make yeah. more yeah. or less than yeah. American Made? All oh, right. Tom Cruise's American Made. We all know how to play. I have a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than Tom Cruise's American I'll just Made say, at Devin the box is, office. Devin's here. Devin doesn't know how to play. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I, guess it, I guess that's true. I explain. Though I, I name a movie and yeah. you, Brian, tell yeah. me whether it made more or less than American made at the box office. Okay. For a bonus point, you tell me what year the movie came. All right. Out. Are you ready to play? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Your first film is The Woman in Black. Radcliffe. Yeah. The lesser known Harry Potter and The Woman in Black. <laughs> McGonagall. <laughs> she wore black. Uh, Maggie Smith. Down heavy. Uh. Woman in Black did make money. Well, it starred Harry Potter. I'm going to say more. It did, it was more, yes. Yeah, Woman in money. Black was more money. than American Made. 2000 and... Jesus, 13? That was 12. But still, one point. All right. That's a, uh, that's a perfectly fine score. Your second Ugh. film, yeah. The Great Wall. <laughs> Matt Damon's The Great Wall. I'm going to say less. Mark Watney I'm gonna and say The Great Wall. Will Hunting and The Great yeah. Wall. Great Will Hunting. Great Wall Will Hunting. <laughs> great Wall Hunting. Uh, yes, it was less. 
That is correct. 2000 and... <laughs> but in China, it was also less. <laughs> oh, shit. When did this come out? 2015? 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is a uh, this is not my my spots here. All right, you're still uh, you're still on track here though. It's two points. You need one more to uh, one more to clinch the win. Uh-huh. And you get to try it with Secretariat. Secretariat. The, <laughs> the long-awaited sequel to Seabiscuit. See, Seabiscuit made money. <laughs> Secretariat made money. No, less. <laughs> Some is money. It made less. more, in fact. I'm not going to know when Secretary came out. I will say 2011. That was so close. It was 2010, though. I, uh, Those were hard ones, man. Secretariat. Secretariat. Come on. You knew Secretary. We have a guest here, and you're making me look like a chump. It's about the big horse. Yeah, I know what it's about. That's not it was my like problem. Biscuits, like a the little game horse. wasn't when didn't make more or less. And what was it about? I would have gotten that right. And how big of a horse is it about? <laughs> big one. Yeah. I listen. You can't destroy me in every round. That's I had true. to make this game harder than the Ted game, very which, hard. You, which you basically swept every it's week. Very hard. Yeah. Uh, so you get to you get to try again next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best of luck to you. Meanwhile come and gone from a theater near you are you ready to go back in time yeah the year is 2017 dates the uh greatest year of the decade film wise the date is june 9th is it uh oh man was wonder woman in second weekend it was this movie opened against wonder woman's second weekend shit 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 uh i'm guessing animated no okay great i won't guess animated <laughs> 2017. Uh, give me a clue. All right. Uh, 17, yes. This was the... Uh, a horror movie? Is it Conjuring? No. It was, a, uh, it was playing in the horror space. That is absolutely true. Uh, this was a... Uh, looking, to, looking to get a franchise off the ground with this one. The Mummy. Yeah, I thought we did that. We talked about the mummy recently, and as I was uh, as I was doing this, Tom I was trying Cruise. to remember why we talked about the mummy. We did, uh, but no, it wouldn't have been for this because we uh, I wouldn't have done week twenty three. I don't know. I yeah, I, I don't know. We did recently talk about the mummy. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, if if we did it for this, you must know exactly what it opened to. Yeah, I do. Well. Yeah, 40, it's uh, 40, I'll say 43. No. Oh, no, I don't, what, 30? 31. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We did just talk about that. Why I know, but do? why? Because uh, if we did it for this, I also would have shouted out. What else? I, uh, I don't think, I mean, I guess I could, uh, I guess I could go through. We're doing yeah. another, like, uh, yeah. It Comes at Night. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, it Comes at Night. Oh, excellent movie. Uh, very good. Uh, four, eight, four or eight, <laughs> or five point nine. Oh, four, <laughs> right yeah, in the like middle. I initially said <laughs> that is right between four <laughs> or eight. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I. Uh, what else? I. All right, let's. All right, I've got two more that I've heard of that I. Uh, I will go run go down the uh, synopses. Synopsis, for you. great. All right, I. Uh, Oh, you use the Mojo synopsis? Yeah. That's interesting. Based on the true life story Stop. <laughs> God. of a young Marine corporal. Oh, stop. Megan Levy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Good lord. She has a dog. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, uh, this I don't man I don't know three three point eight yeah I yeah. uh, all right <laughs> hey this, I don't know about this one a young Englishman stop <laughs> good plots revenge oh all right all right there's some there's some stuff here <laughs> not yet <laughs> against I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Against his late cousin's mysterious, beautiful wife. Is it a comedy? No. No. <laughs> a young Englishman plots revenge. Okay, hold on. Plots revenge against his late cousin's wife. <laughs> mysterious and beautiful no, wife. I keep going. Shit. Believing her responsible for his death. No, I don't know what that is. Uh, Who's in it? But his feelings oh, become complicated. It's very long. <laughs> As he finds himself. Did we see this? No. Oh. I, I mean, I didn't. I don't think you did. I don't think you would have. Uh, As he finds himself falling under the beguiling spell. Is it beguiled? No. Of her charms. Uh, is it a woman's name? Yes. I mean, it's not like just a woman's name, but it does feature... A woman's Mrs. name. This is Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. No. Uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. No. I. Though that trailer looks like it could be fun. Yeah. I, Good role for her. Who's in it? This is going to feature Rachel Vise. Oh, no. That doesn't help. I, I'm checking to see if anyone else is in it. Let's see. You also have Ian Glenn. I don't know. What is it? Uh, my cousin Rachel. Oh, yeah, sure. I didn't see that. No, I mean, either, but I've heard of it. No, we have an early reaction. All right. Love that. We're watching the D- hierarchy of the DC Universe is about to change. Oh, We're no. watching the trailer for Black Adam. Noah oh, hasn't God. seen it. I have. We're going to pause the recording. He'll give his instant reaction. We'll come back, but don't worry. It uh, won't sound weird because, as always, it'll be seam. Less releasing this October after many delays. Dwayne Johnson's passion project. The, you know what they're doing now is in interviews. He's like, "This will shape the DC." You know, he's essentially going like, "This is the blue." We're I'm in charge of the DC universe now. We're gonna do it from here. Noah, what'd you think of the Black Adam trailer? See, what's cool about this world <laughs> is that they have heroes and they have villains. Yes. And I think that really separates them from the other world. What's not cool about this world is that he was a slave before he died. That makes me that makes this so I was a slave before I died. And, <laughs> and then, then when he, I died, couldn't be a slave no and more. And then he was reborn a god, and then his son died in front of him? <laughs> yeah. Seemingly. And that's that's a tough beat for my guy Black Adam. He's so angry. Uh just Adam, you know. <laughs> Well, you have, you have your friend White Adam, who you, I, I don't agree with. I don't think that's enough polite of you to say. Your no friend more Jew examples. Adam, just yeah. very, I don't, it's not great. No, I, but then later in life, he catches a rocket. <laughs> so he's skipping around here. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. Devin, Listen. what did you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. down. What's um, cool is that Pierce Brosnan's in it. What's not cool is that he's uh, has a helmet. Yeah, he's like a Doctor kind. Strange. Yeah, I thought he would just be like a guy. No. 
Uh, kind of like in Mrs. Doubtfire. They have a giant man, they have a Falcon character, and they have Doctor Strange. Yeah, this motherfucker. The Falcon, I have to assume, is Birdman. Hawk or Hawkman, yes, excuse me. It's not, it's not, it's not the attorney Michael at Keaton, law. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have to assume that's Hawkman. Uh, he's the one that looked like he was straight out of Gods of Egypt. Okay. Uh, which you may recall from our famous tournament uh, about movies so that famous. sucked shit. I uh, really love to invoke movies that suck shit with my visual styles. What did you think of um, the jokes? <laughs> I did. I thought this was going to be one of those movies that stick, didn't have jokes. And it bent on him. I like that he's like, I kill people. And by that, I mean, I throw them into water. Yeah. Like watch watching this. Let me see you rip a man's heart out if you're so yeah. ruthless, Black Adam. The first like 30 seconds of this trailer is just like serious shit. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I I see what yeah. they're doing. This is a movie where he's like, I'm a god avenging my murdered son and I was a slave. And like, then he's like, I kill people. And then the guy's whacking him with a stick and then it cuts to the super wide shot and he goes, ah! I did think <laughs> so he, he looked, flies into the ocean like that he, rabbit from The Simpsons. I did think he looked good flying. I thought that was nice. I like that when they, they roll up the windows in that truck and then he appears moving backwards. Like uh-huh. he's, just, he's going like this. Into the window, I'm like, you're in front of the car. Why are you doing this? You didn't like it then. No, I didn't like it. And I, listen, I make fun of all the things about it that suck because there's a lot of them. The hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. But the real problem, I think, here. What's the slogan on the poster? The world needed a hero. They got Black Adam. It got Black. It. The earth isn't it. All right. The world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. All right, that's uh, insensitive. <laughs> I the problem, I think, and I don't. No, 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 no. I don't mean to be callous no, when no, I say no, no, that no, the no. Rock just kind of sucks. Hey, what? I, as what? As like a leading man, I think. Like I don't know. I don't know that he has it. He's in a him. very I capable actor. I don't know that the Rock can. This is just the same shit he does all the time. Is my problem? Yeah. Well, that's. But in but when he expands himself, when he's in like central intelligence, or when he's playing into the type, like in Fast, like this is different than Fast and Furious, especially yes. Fast Five. When he's doing that central intelligence, where he can be against type Jumanji, the same thing. He's very he's good. He just like loves his little safe space. Yeah, I yeah the the problem, and I I really do mean this as like a leading man. I uh, it works in Central Intelligence because that's a comedy, and like sure. you can do whatever. Uh, you don't no, no, ha- you no, don't no, no, have no. to convey humanity. No, Are you no, trying no, to do no. a score? That was that was that song. That was the song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every score no, in this no, movie no, sucks. No, no, uh, and it works in Fast and Furious because he's a supporting character and can just be like an avatar for who we think The Rock should be. Right. I. Uh, and then Jumanji's an ensemble thing. So again, he just he doesn't have to convey also a comedy humanity in the way that if he's just like the superhero at the center of our movie, we have to, on some level, understand him as a man who was a slave and is now a god and then his son died. Uh, And I just, I don't see that when he, when he's standing, there's the problem when like we talk about red notice and like him and Gal Gadot kiss and it's just like, what's happening? (laughs) He's not a sexual man. Neither of these are people. They're just kind of, at the center of the Gal screen. Gadot can what? be sexual. She's she's she she gives that off in Fast and Furious with Han yeah. and stuff. I but there's the Rock can't have. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't need to I don't need to. Uh, 
Remember when The Rock was married her. to Nev Campbell making... in Skyscraper? No, I don't. What a pairing. Uh, yeah. What a pairing. I'm making fun of The Rock right now, though, so I don't need to bring Gal into this. No, but just no, like, no, no, no. I can't I can't look at him and be like the star anymore. This, and maybe it's, is... maybe it's just that all of his decisions are bad. This is his passion project. He's been waiting to make this for so 10 years. The hierarchy will change. It's all about rage. The character's so angry and ruthless. Maybe that's the problem is that the center of his passions, the passions are what make a person, yeah. you know? I know. And his passions, Black Adam? I know, I know it won't happen, but I'm going to be still very upset when he doesn't just fucking murder people in this. Sure. It's all going to be awful. He'll talk about it, right? Yeah. You killed two people three years ago. And he's like, I know. And, and I'll do, do it, it again, again. But I won't. Uh, he, will, opening he will throw some mercs into the ocean, no, though, no, 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 to no. avenge his son who <laughs> died in front of him. Uh, I think this is going to open... October 21st, I think? October 21st. Okay. <laughs> that's my prediction. Wow. So, uh, let's see, that's <laughs> 1 billion, uh, 61 million. Yeah. 10, give 61. Me a, Give me forty-two million dollars. Forty-two. All right. You got a uh, unit market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 While uh, you I'll do that, that. Uh, you on February twelfth of this year, you did an early reaction for Jurassic World Dominion, in which you said it would open to one hundred fifteen million dollars. So you were off on that. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one hundred forty-five. That's, that's one of those I have that like obviously was a miss, but like. That was that was a reasonable guess. I feel good about that. Uh, Next up, you have the Minions: uh, Rise of Gru, which you said would open to sixty. So we'll see what that does in a few weeks. Yeah, I, th- I think that. I mean, that could be way too low, but I, I, I have a feeling the Minions are about to bounce back huge. It's just been long enough. Where I think, what? What are you confused with? Devin doesn't agree. Devin, I think it, those movies were such a huge hit. I think it's been long enough because we were saturated with Minions content. That by the time Minions came out, it had been three years since Despicable Me came out, and we had three movies. No, Despicable Me 3 was after Minions. So Despicable Me 3 was in, let's say, 2017. Five years, four movies. Yeah. We were saturated with Minions content. It's now been five years since a Minions project came out. I think people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I like the little voices. I, and I know that because I've been like that. That trailer comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, their sounds are funny. <laughs> I forgot. I haven't seen them in a while. I liked them better when they didn't speak. And yeah, he says mini boss. No. Yeah, they say a lot of words. Mini boss, yeah. I can't uh, do their voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, for the best, really. Let me try. Hold on. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> recommend a movie for the folks for this week slash weekend. All right. This is going to be unfortunate no, no, for no, a lot no, of you no, no. because uh, soon the podcast will be over and Brian's going to stop singing that song. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're sorry. right. I'll definitely stop because the podcast is Well, over. our listeners won't be no, able to no, hear no, it anymore. No, 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 no. God damn, every time you do it, I get madder at the movie. And that's fair. Uh, it is. I don't I don't like that movie. I <laughs> don't like it. You haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. I'm fickle that way. Uh, this movie's not in a lot of places, but you did mention Watcher came out last weekend. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Uh, right in the middle of me promoting Watcher. Too. That's going to be mine as well. So we can talk about it together. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, Watcher's really cool. Yeah, it's so uh, fun. Fun, uh, fun little tidbit that I didn't realize uh, about Watcher is that uh, it's not a spoiler to say that it's set in Romania, 
and a big part. You didn't know that? No, I did. <laughs> that was the tidbit you learned? No, it's oh, not. They talk about it a lot. Uh, yeah, a big a big part of the uh, of the movie is sort of the isolation of uh, this yeah. woman being watched. The counterculture. In, the counterculture uh, class she has. She yeah. has another language. Uh, While well, they're in Bucharest. Yeah. Uh, I read somewhere, and I didn't vet this, but... Uh, that the movie was supposed to be just like in America, but then COVID happened, oh. and they were like, "Well, I guess we have to go to Romania to make so this." Well. It it's helps. it's it like helps, yeah. it's like the point of the movie. Yeah, the movie is interesting that and dinner, good that because they are in Bucharest. That dinner scene where she like her husband's only kind of translating it, yeah. and she's like, "Okay, I'll just go rinse my dish off. I guess you're not talking to me." Yeah, yeah. Without without that, it would have been like a fine yeah, movie. It took place in like New York. Yeah. yeah. But like the no, it helps, yeah. the Romania of it all is outstanding because you feel foreign to it. Yeah. So we're immediately put in her shoes because we don't know the streets and the language as well. Yeah. Where do you go? What yeah. do you do? No, That's a coffee shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The movie's such a cool. McCabe and Rose so good. The movie's such a cool vibe. It's so Hitchcockian. It's it's like so, the craftsmanship is just so competent in like the best way. Like it's just it's shot perfectly for that movie. It's paced. It's lit perfectly for that movie. It just, it all works. It's just a fun time. Yeah. Go see I really it. We liked saw it. it at 11 o'clock. I was like, that's how you should see this, right? And, not, you know, yeah. as late as possible, midnight showing. It's pretty spooky, too. Yeah. I showed my mom the trailer the next day yeah. on my phone, uh-huh. and that movie theater scene where he gets closer, she literally just went, okay, that's enough, like yeah. before they cut away from it. Uh, yeah, it's spooky. It's very good and uh, terrific. Maybe the best last shot of a movie this year. Perhaps, yeah. Terrific last year. Great ending. See, I would say go see that. It's a good call. Uh, Devin, do you have anything to recommend? (laughs) Okay. There you go. Devin says it's still around. It's still making money. It's still around and it's terrific. We've recommended that multiple times. So that's a good call. Um, all right, Noah, plug us up. You can find us at what's in the box We are on Twitter at Wit Box Office. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Druki. I'm at Brian DeServer, D A S U R B E R. Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Much like Top Gun Maverick, uh, you know, we go up against the giants, the Jurassic's world, uh, but can still be listened to. You know, like. Much like Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> You can still listen to Top Gun Maverick? No, I'm saying like people still see Top Gun even though yes. Jurassic World's making all this money. So and who's, like, who's our Jurassic World? Cereal? Is that still what? a thing? Conan <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien needs a friend or... Um, yeah, Doughboys. Yeah. Doughboys is Jurassic World to our Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, hashtag you can listen to both. Um, next week is a big weekend. It's Pixar's return... To theaters in like two plus years. Oh, right. I I swear to God, oh for a God. second, I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> they haven't been in a theater?" No, I was just like, "What Pixar movie?" Oh, I was like, "Yeah, okay." Like, it's also my birthday part weekend. Of it. Yeah, so we'll be seeing that on my birthday. Um, Lightyear. I don't know what it'll do. I'm really hoping it succeeds because I'd like for Pixar to be like, "Yeah, put our shit in theaters, Disney." Yeah. Um. So I, I hope I hope it succeeds. I, I think it's supposed to be good. I, I've seen early reviews. I haven't seen a negative review, is what I should say. Na 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 na. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's the song. No, I you know, but I don't know why you're doing it. Because I can't help myself. 
You've been doing you lost it. control of the podcast, Noah. That's what you've done. You did this to me. That's what you've done. What did I do? To you? you sang no, no, the no, song. No, 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 no. All right, that'll be it for us. Uh, this has been what's in the box office. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week, and until then, if you feel safe, go see a movie.